This is the Durfinator with your WQSU Pulse profile. Today I'm sitting with John Fultz. He is a faculty member here at Susquehanna University in the Communications Department. Professor Fultz, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me today. Uh, glad to do it. Glad so, to talk to you. So we have a few uh, interesting topics today, kind of going over your education and the way you become an educator and your interesting history here at Susquehanna University. So I wanted to start off, so you were a undergrad here at Susquehanna, music education. Yes. Went on to get your master's at Ithaca for educational communications. Can you tell me a little bit about the history behind that, the story, the influence? Well, when I, uh, first, uh, when I first left the university here, I was a high school band director in uh, Perry County, uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, I had auditioned to uh, play in the Coast Guard Band. And so I taught for a year, and I started to take uh, courses towards my master's program. And then I decided to uh, reapply to the Coast Guard, and I got accepted to be in the Coast Guard Band. Uh, I played in the Coast Guard Band for four years, where I was the uh, timpanist and the drum major. And during that time, I got interested in photography, and I started taking photos of the trips and stuff like that. I decided to go get my master's degree at Ithaca in music, and um, I was accepted. And after I was accepted, I thought, you know, maybe I ought to just change to communications. And so I um, did a degree in communications, and uh, that was the beginning of it. Wow. Well, fantastic. So so music's always been a big part of your life then from a from young age? Um, yeah, I, pl I played in the high school band, or the band, you know, ever since junior high school and high school and had a rock band, played in a rock band. Very cool. So what, what was the, was the name of the rock band? If you don't uh, mind me asking, the Crosstown Bus. Okay, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of becoming an educator, was there an experience? Was there a person? Uh, 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 your education was there something else that influenced that, or? Well, um, I I when I was a young uh, a young man, I wanted to be a, a high school teacher. That's why I wanted to be a high school band director. That's why I, I know I liked I liked the band quite a bit, and I thought uh, I could do that. Um, and I really jumped in with both feet, and I, I had a really nice band, and we, it, was lot, it was just a lot of fun. So uh, I was always going to be an educator from that point of view. But then when I, um, when I started to do my master's program, I changed my focus, and I thought that I really wanted to have my own business uh, instead. Right, because you 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 were uh, president of your own business for some time. Yeah, media so yeah, so what I, I after I graduated from Ithaca, I uh, started in. Uh, I worked in Indiana for a small company that did media communications, and we mo worked mostly with uh, um, corporate five hundred, Fortune five hundred companies. So I was doing uh, you know stuff for pharmaceutical companies and stuff for uh, uh, you know all kind all kinds of different high end clients. Um, I left that job and moved back to uh, upstate New York, which was closer to my family here in Pennsylvania. And I worked for another guy, and he, he just ran his business badly. And when his business went out of business, I just took all the customers, and all of a sudden I was in business on my own. So I, and I ran that for about 20 years. So Right, right. Yeah, that's that's you know right price, right time kind of situation. So to kind of take a few steps back here, to, to see that everything that you've gotten to kind of started with your education here at Susquehanna University. So in terms of being a student in the 70s, correct? Yeah. Um, what was like, what was the culture like, you know, in terms of, of the students and faculty, staff? Was it different than it is now? And, you know, how was, in addition to, to, to the culture, how was instruction done in terms of the classes? Well, oh, oh, things were, things were just vastly different than they are now. Uh, 
you have to remember we were just coming off the Vietnam War at the time, so there was a lot of a lot of tensions on campus. The draft was still uh, in in place, so students were uh, staying in college to avoid being drafted. Um, and the, and the, the technology was completely different. The campus at that time only had uh, twelve hundred students, so it was a small campus. The um, the chapel and the uh, Degenstein Theater, uh, Degenstein Hall had just been finished a year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I arrived, none of the things across the street existed. And the The radio station was in a l- tiny little house across from Cybert. Right. And uh, at that time, when I first started my first semester, um, residence halls uh, you had to be in your residence hall by eleven o'clock. Oh wow! So it was a curfew. Yeah, and and they and they were uh, single sex only, and um, yeah, it was uh, and the uh, you know the. Um, the area down right now where the radio station is, that was a, a ping pong room. Oh, wow. Uh, I missed that. Yes. Yeah, so, that was still yeah, here. Yeah. So, so it was quite a bit different. And, you know, the uh, compu- uh, there was no such thing as uh, a personal computing. Right. Well, we were all using um, punch cards. Uh, oh, wow. And, uh, you know, you, you go to, a, you were doing audio classes with open reel tape to tape on a desktop. Instruction then was, um, you know, writing papers, and uh, it was all manual stuff. Uh, there were typewriters here and there, but you didn't type very much. You just wrote everything out by hand. Interesting. It was and slow. It was, right. it was slow technology. One of the, one of the hallmarks that was really kind of cool was that the class sizes are about what they are now. So you did you did have really close relationships with uh, your faculty that we still have, and that's what been one of the hallmarks forever. Right. I think that's I think that's really cool. I mean, I uh, when I came back to university, uh, I was here for a while, and, and I was uh, at uh, a performance, and there was a guy playing piano. Guy was really good, and I said, "My gosh, I think that's my professor. I think I know him." Uh, Galen Dibler was his name. I walked up to him. So th- this was like forty-five years after I graduated, or forty years after I graduated. Mm-hmm. I said, "I don't know if you know, remember me." My name's John Fultz. He goes, "I remember you, John. Yeah, remember you taught my daughter drums, and you did this." And I was like, "How that—that's the kind of relationship that people have with their faculty members here." And I think that's—I think we still have that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you know, when I was a graduating senior in high school, looking for a university to go to, and I think a lot of young people when they go to these large universities, they feel like a number more than a person. And um, in my time here at Susquehanna, you know, it's been almost six years. Um, I definitely back up the concept of small classes and you, you get that real one-on-one with, with professors. I think that's beautiful. Um, yeah. It was kind of interesting. One of the, one of the, uh, one of the things that really cemented it for me was when I went into the Coast Guard band. Um, so the Coast Guard band is one of the premier bands in the, in the country. And uh, the players come from all the best conservatories and universities around the country. And so I'm coming there from uh, Susquehanna University, and I'm looking around, and I'm saying, man, these guys can really play well. And then I said, well, wait a minute. I'm holding my own with these guys. I, I, what? I can, I'm this good. Right, right. So, so I, th- I think that students don't realize that uh, you, c- you can play in the big leagues coming from here. Right. Yeah, I know, I know I, I've thought about that myself in terms of, you know, if you mention Susquehanna to most people, and they go, oh, where, where is that from? And, um, but then you look at, you know, the, the alumni and where they are now and the success rate of graduates here at Susquehanna University. It's really, it really says something about the university and the uh, culture here, as we're talking about. Um, and I know you mentioned briefly about your return to Susquehanna, and that was in 2008, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, compared to your time as an undergrad to 2008, 
how was the difference changed there? Because I know we're going to move on to how it is now, but I want to kind of get a middle ground section. Oh, I don't know. I um, well, at two two thousand, I, I came in two thousand seven. So in two thousand seven, um, we were still using uh, pretty big desktop computers. iPads had not been invented yet. iPhones were not yet invented. Um, they came two thousand, I think two thousand eight or two thousand late two thousand seven two thousand eight. Um, and so we were pretty much, uh, f- as far as technology, you know, linked to a, a, a place to sit. The labs were about the same as they are now. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much difference there. Um, as far as the, the culture and the way it operated, I think we operated at that time about like we do now. Not too much different. Right. Things haven't really changed too much. One of the, I think one of the big big things that changed was uh, the introduction of the uh, Go, Go uh, programs. Right. And also, uh, we changed the central curriculum somewhat to have uh, a different focus on things, and that changed the that changed the liberal arts classes that students are taking. I think I think that was a really good move. I know I've talked to a few students over my time here, and a lot of them, the Go program was the selling item to them because I think having that cross cultural experience really allows you to grow as an individual. Because um, here in Central Pennsylvania, a lot of people that because a lot of people do come to Susquehanna that live in Pennsylvania, and they don't have a lot of cultural knowledge and, and you know of different different people. Um, and I think that allows them a real opportunity to, to put that on a resume and to oh, yeah. grow. Yeah, I agree. The, the, I think the Go program is a keystone uh, effort for what we have now, and I think it's really positive. Um, now, the people who didn't get to go for real because of COVID, mm-hmm. I really feel badly for them. You know, we had a lot of students that they were going and then they right. came home. Uh, and a lot of people went go virtual, which was, we tried our best. But when the program works really well, it's transformative for people. Um, and I led, I led, a, I, I went along on a couple of faculty trips. I went to Prague with a go trip and I, okay. went, to, I went to London and I went to um, uh, Northern Ireland and and the kinds of it's not tourism. Mm-hmm, no. it's, it's not tourism. It's it's uh, learning to and embrace the culture and where where you visit. Right. Uh, learning to get with the people, to find out what they do, what what are their habits, what are their uh, what are their um, observations, what are their values, what's different, what's the same, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I know. For me, I was one of those students that had to do a virtual trip, and yeah, apologize um, for that. No, you know, it's sorry, okay. COVID. <laughs> it's okay because um, I think I had my own trip in a way when I took my time off from yeah, school yeah. and and traveled, and um, I think in a way, being on your own completely, especially when that new environment, new culture, um, it's even more intense of an experience. But um, yeah, I, I hope for the future that the Go program stays and that people are still able to to visit. Um, in terms of what you'd like to see change here at Susquehanna, because I know we've talked about change this entire time and where it's been, where where it's going, uh, where do you want to see it go? What are, what are the big things? Well, boy, you're asking the wrong person on that. <laughs> I'm a little too low on the telephone pole. Well, in your opinion, um, I you know I think I think we're making good good progress. I, I what what I find really fascinating right now, we're in a very competitive time for colleges and universities. Right. Demographics are that. The college-age students, there are fewer of them, and they're going to be fewer for the next five or six years, okay? Mm-hmm. And so we're in uh, central Pennsylvania where there's a college every five miles, you know? Right. And and so as that demographic changes and, and people, uh, th- there's fewer people, and then people also decide to move move to uh, 
um, southern climates or Texas or, uh, you know, places. Right. And they're migrating out of the area. There's a lot more capacity in higher education here than there used to be. Mm-hmm. And, and, and some some universities are really in, you know, they're in the world of hurt. Right. Um, I observe that we're not in, in that kind of shape. Uh, we've the university has always been financially conservative, mm-hmm. so we're in pretty good shape that way. Uh, we are very um, forward-looking and, and we're progressive, but we're not on the we're not on the bleeding edge. Right. But we are on on kind of a leading edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a good core foundation of um, providing good liberal arts that lets people kind of migrate. So so you graduate from Susquehanna, you can be a XYZ major and you do XYZ for five years and then you tra- transition and, you, and you're into ABC. Mm-hmm. Well, no problem. Right. Th- those skills transfer. And the higher you move up in your career, uh, th- the easier that becomes because of the skills you built here. Right. And I think, I think you're a great example of that. You know, a Susquehanna grad, it's done tons of things that you know, not just music, but, you know, you own your own company and um, Coast Guard. And to go on to my last thing here that I actually uh, didn't tell you about that I wanted to throw on you at the last second, um, you, you spent a little time as a ship captain, I, I read. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about that. <laughs> I'd love to hear more. <laughs> so, yeah, so I captained my own ship. So after I, after I retired from my business, okay, that was in 2006, uh, I retired. Mm-hmm. And so I had a, uh, I had a trawler. A trawler is a, uh, um, it's a type of boat that goes kind of slow. My, right. top, my top speed was eight miles an hour, but Ooh. I really preferred six. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, there's, there's a, there is a, a, a route that people take, uh, an adventure route that you can do in a, in a, a private craft uh, called the Great Circle. And so mm. what you do is you, you navigate, you circumnavigate the eastern part of the U.S. Uh, you come up the intercoastal waterway, up through Lake Ontario, through the um, um, the uh, Trent Severn Canal, across Lake Huron, down Lake Michigan, uh, to Chicago, down the Mississippi River, up the Ohio, down the Tennessee, Tom oh, wow. Bigby. It's like 6,000 miles. Yeah, that's a trip. Yeah, so we, we, were, we were doing that. And uh, we were out for... Two years, wow! Two years full time on the boat. So, so do you think um, when you retire again eventually at some point, do you think you'll ever do something like that again, or are you gonna lay low from there on uh, out? Oh, I'd love to do that again, but I think I've aged out. Right. Yeah, yeah I think my my knees have gotten to they don't. You know, that's yeah. A, that's a, you know one of the one of the thing one of the things that was interesting about that was mm-hmm. at the time that I did it, it was much di- more difficult than it is now because you'd go to a town you had you had no no land transportation right so so arranging a location where the boat could be that you could get groceries and provision and stuff that was uh, that was part of the process well now man you call uber or right. you, or you or you get you, you know you go to you have them have them deliver the stuff to your DoorDash or whatever and, and you know different um, world have all these bring it to your house man that's that's a whole different game that changes the whole game well, Professor Foltz, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to talk with me. I think this is very constructive, and I think uh, people will be interested to hear what you have to say. Well, I hope so. I hope I made sense. I th- oh, you definitely <laughs> did. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, Andrew.